0: Welcome to Valley Girl Alchemy. My name is Raina. And this is Sophie. And we're just two Valley Girls going basic to brilliant in every episode. We're just Mm -hmm. uh, exploring societal dramas and offering some personal insights from the dramas of our past. We're going to be talking about relationships, society, self-inquiry. And in each episode, we hope that we will bring something helpful to you uh, and navigate just basic life
1: yeah yeah uh, ultimately we're hoping that we can provide something of value to this world so let's oh, see gosh. if that happens <laughs> we
0: have value we have <laughs> Inherent human value
1: <laughs> okay yeah. so we're kicking off season two but first reina how are you doing
0: i you know i love it when people ask me this question You know, it just makes me look inward, and Mm. it helps me to really assess what's going on and give a little overview of what's going on in my life at the time. Um, Sometimes I'm not feeling that great, and I'm like, just don't ask. But right now, I'm actually doing pretty good. I'm doing a cleanse, which I told you about, and it's basically a gut cleanse for something called SIBO, which I think we're going to be talking about in a future episode soon, because a lot of us have gut issues that we need to address. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm actually feeling pretty good today. I've been pretty good on, you know, the way that I've been eating, and I've been good with all the supplements that I'm taking. And I feel what, what's the stable. cleanse stable?
1: Where did you find it? It's
0: so it's not like a cleanse that somebody put together. It's a cleanse that I put together based off of a bunch of different things that I have been researching.
1: Is it liquid or food? Like there's particular food you're eating that's supposed to help your system.
0: It's it's basically a low FODMAP diet. Mm. Do you know what that is? We can go I do, it. Yeah, but you, do. You, okay.
1: can, you can briefly let people know. Yeah, briefly. Yeah.
0: It's it's a low fermentation diet. So there's some foods that are high, highly fermentable and they'll cause a lot of bloating in your gut. And the goal is to stay away from those while you're healing alongside taking herbs that are antimicrobial. Basically, a SIBO is a bacterial overgrowth in your gut. So there are things that are not supposed to be in your small intestine, and they're in there, and they cause a lot of bloating after you eat things. So it's very uncomfortable. I've been dealing with gut issues pretty much my whole life, but I feel like it's it's really came to a head in the last year or so. And the stress of corona did not help it. So,
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it been really intense. It's been, it's been a real battle last year for me too. Yeah. You know, I know it's just like, with it too. yeah, it's just, obviously it's linked to stress, but mm-hmm. what do you do when you live in a stressful world? You just try to try a diet and, you know, do a cleanse this thing and yeah. And you're <laughs> just like kind of wildly trying to figure out why it hurts to eat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it sucks yeah. when you feel like you can't eat anything. I've lost a lot of weight doing, you know, mm. just having this issue. Yeah. So yeah, me too. But I'm learning a lot, and I have a lot of hope. I just recently joined a couple support groups. To uh, oh, that's great. For this. Yeah, online. So I'll talk. I'm going to be talking about it more in our episode that's yeah. addressing this. But yeah. it's been really nice to have a support group with people that are going through the same thing as I am. I um, bet.
1: Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh that you God. can do that for health problems. Oh yeah yeah
0: it's uh, my whole world is open sophie it's pretty cool
1: (laughs) good yeah i feel
0: really like in good hands with the people so that's great but yeah i'm excited to come out to cali next week yeah
1: and stay with me (laughs) and uh, like do an episode together like planning meeting together it's gonna be lit
0: yeah live in person shit Yes. yes yes so i'm excited um but yeah, that's that's how I'm I'm doing. I'm I'm really excited. I'm driving out there. So it's going to be an adventure. I'm driving through New Mexico and, oh, and cool. uh, Arizona.
1: Is there is there going to be a lot of snow? Like what do you have to deal with on the passes?
0: Fucking hope not. I mean, I'm going south so that yeah. I don't have to deal with it.
1: Get uh, get some uh, the ch- chains for your tires just in case. Just in oh, case. Oh
0: god, that's dramatic, Sophie.
1: I know, but just in case, (laughs) you know, I'm just like, it's dramatic, but also like if you come across a snowy pass that like hasn't been plowed, right? You know, like, you know, whatever, maybe you can return it when you get back to Colorado or you just have, you like have them in your trunk.
0: That's true. I've actually never put on jeans by myself, so that would truly be an adventure if I had to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would. (laughs) It's like real big girl stuff. (laughs) Uh, yeah. And and you can tell everyone that you are coming because drum roll.
0: What you got the vaccine? Oh, I got the vaccine. <laughs> yes, I got the vaccine. Oh, thank you, you got for bringing both that. Of... Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, I got the both of the vaccines, so I'm fully vaccinated. I could see whoever the fuck I want. There is a five percent chance that I could get it, um, but that's super low. And I feel like the, all the people that I'm seeing have been pretty. In their own worlds anyway so I I think it's okay and by the way if anyone is thinking about getting the vaccine the second Moderna vaccine is intense for most people not everyone very intense I had fever I had chills I had body aches I had uh, not nausea I was very unwell for a whole 24 hours 48 hours to fully get over it but hot tips get some good shit to watch get a very good take a day off work take a day or two off of work i would have needed to take two but i got mine on a friday so i had saturday and sunday to get over it uh it was hell it was absolute hell but i feel i'm back to normal now i feel fine i feel perfectly normal now um i don't know what's gonna happen to my rna in a year i mean people are going crazy about vaccines and shit and saying that it's gonna do all this stuff and maybe it will maybe it will but so could, but yeah. so could a coronavirus.
1: Yeah, like, I could get that we, and be
0: hospitalized. Yeah,
1: or and have long term have long effects. Yes. Yeah. my my dad's gonna go next week, and this actually reminds him and reminds me that he, uh, he was wondering which one he's gonna get. We don't know if it's gonna be Pfizer or Moderna, mm-hmm. and he would want Moderna because. It's, he basically gets to get to immunity faster, oh, which means that we can see him and he can go be like a normal person because he hasn't been able to be a normal person. Is Pfizer, or does Pfizer also have
0: a such reaction?
1: a reaction? Yes. Like is a, okay, so yes. they're both... Does it happen ever though. the first... The first, shot, the first shot or is it more mm-hmm. likely the second shot
0: the first shot with pfizer is usually the worst for people okay. okay and i hear that pfizer there's more anaphylaxis reaction so if somebody has a history of anaphylaxis with things um you're kind of likely to you're not kind of likely you're there's you a higher a, you have chance a higher of, having a of having a reaction okay. yeah yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Good. I'm gonna give him a call and let him know. And I think this is good for people to know. Although most young people probably will get Johnson and Johnson when that's approved. But who, you know, who knows? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, mm-hmm. um, what the. Just good to expect that like you're not gonna feel good or you're potentially not Mm-mm. gonna feel good after getting one or both vaccines. Be prepared.
0: No. Yeah. Because you, like you were you were sick.
1: Like when we were texting and you kept telling me your symptoms. Like I haven't known you to be that sick. No. Mm-mm. like for ever ages I Maybe. haven't been that
0: sick ever like oh, I, seriously God. Sophie I have never felt so shitty for 24 yeah. hours like I don't even remember the last time I had that many body aches I sat in my bed laid in my bed squirmed for oh, an gosh. entire 24 hours because I couldn't handle it and Advil yeah. was my saving grace
1: Yeah, Tylenol
0: didn't do shit um, yeah. Tylenol is supposed to be the thing that you take with it um, but there, it's not. It's not. Not for me. Not for me at least. But I wish that I would have had something a little bit more intense. I wish I had like a Vicodin or
1: yeah, like morphine wow. or something. I mean that's that's like real yeah. like for pain to be that bad that you would want a narcotic. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean people. we I don't ever prepared. want to take
0: narcotics. Narcotics make my makes me constipated. I can't. I can't with narcotics.
1: Yeah. I just feel like as we as we know, it's I feel bad. You know, like, yeah. I do not feel good in my body. I do not like the mm-hmm. feeling of being on it. So um, I'm going to prepare for my vaccine yeah. with some good Advil and movies, like a series I haven't seen. Like, it's time, yeah. like, to see The Sopranos yes. or something.
0: Yes, <laughs> exactly. Funny. I haven't seen The Sopranos either. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Like, a lot of people haven't. That's so it's, like, so it's funny. the only one that's left at this point, right? Because we've seen, wow. like, every other every other uh, kind of, like, legacy TV yeah. series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: But yeah, so you're yeah. gonna be
1: here. You're gonna be mostly immune. It's gonna be great. We're going to eat, oh, outside, yeah. eat outside because yes. outdoor dining is open sushi. in Los Angeles again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna get some bombs. There's a sushi place right across the street from me that is so good.
0: Really? So,
1: yeah, it's really like surprisingly good. Like I just wandered in there with my friend Evie, and we got sushi, and we were like, "Oh, this is good." And I wow. got it again. I got it again with Drew when he was. When he was here, yeah.
0: Wow, that yeah. cl- close-up sushi. That's I know. Lucky girl.
1: I know. Lucky I know. Fucking woman. So <laughs> you're gonna experience it with me in exactly one week. I'm stoked. Exactly one
0: week. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: how are you doing? I, you know, you have had this stuff going on with Jupiter.
1: Yeah. Little so babe. yeah, Jupiter's my babe cat, two and a half, like a Maine Coon mix. He has been sick. It has been a mystery to understand what is going on right now. He has he had a cyst or like an abscess, which is also a cyst. He had that drained surgically on Thursday and he was put under to get it drained. And I think that that's been the problem all along that he had an infection in his body. He got bit by something, maybe another cat. An wow. animal,
0: he stepped on something. That part's unclear. I think it's a spider. That's my that's my oh. guess. <laughs> I don't know. You know. I'm making shit up, Sophie. Don't listen yeah, to me. <laughs>
1: like, okay, so here's the thing. When he first got sick, it seemed to be poisoning. It seemed to be some kind yeah. of toxicity because he was not seeing straight and that could be that could be from running a fever as well like a very high fever so he was like in agony his eyes wouldn't focus and that was terrifying for me so it seemed that he'd had something toxic right like maybe a plant or mm-hmm. something and then all of a sudden afterwards his paw started to swell up and then a wound started to appear and then you know it turns out that his paw's been infected so i don't think that that's outside of the realm girl like he yeah. he um I've never seen him attack another cat or anything. It's not to say it's not possible, but he's not outside at night, you know, normally when cats get into, you know, aggressive situations. And he plays with bugs. He likes Mm -hmm. to hunt bugs. So it's, you know, I don't know. It's the mystery of mysteries. He has a cone of shame. He's (laughs) running around bumping into things. Food is everywhere. The house smells like pee. It's really not a comfort. I spent Aww. over a $1000 on vet bills, right? It's not a good it's like not a great situation, but he's alive, he's well. That's all that matters. <laughs> Fucking pet ownership. Yeah,
0: you just got a little bit longer of this hell situation with the cone of shame and then the Yeah, water. yeah.
1: I'll I'll tell you that I hope that by the time you're here he's really truly on the road to recovery or almost there. I'll tell you though like having you come here to hang out everything is great but also just to have another human being during this time yeah. will feel like so just like oh god what a relief because it's felt very isolating to deal with this for with
0: sure, Rona
1: so that I can't yeah, I don't I think have it's other right. people over to like yeah. sit with you and be like yes, hey, exactly. It's okay
0: you know yeah. it's fine yeah no mm-hmm. for sure we're gonna have a good time and we're gonna get your mind off of this shit yeah yeah. yeah, he's gonna get better. He'll probably be better by the time I'm out there.
1: Yeah, I hope. I hope he gets the cone removed and yeah. Yeah, you know, that was so funny when happy. you sent
0: me that. Uh, um, when you sent me the he's on the struggle bus video and he Uh-oh. was just like <laughs> struggling with the cone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of mean to laugh, but I thought it was super funny. Yeah, you know what? yeah. You know what? Animals go through shit. We yeah. go through shit. I mean, think about how much shit that we've gone through. An animal can go through a fucking week of um, shit, okay? It's it's not you know we all deal with stuff. Yeah, we feel bad for ourselves, we feel bad for our animals and stuff like that. But it's not the end of the world. We get over it. We you know life throws us a bunch of curveballs and we just have to deal with it. Like you and I, we have our gut issues, and ain't nobody solving those problems for us.
1: No, Jupiter's got it made in the shade. I know, I know. That's a really good point. (laughs) Like.
0: (laughs) He really really does.
1: He has a pretty bomb life. You know, I've been feeding him. So you wouldn't eat, like he'd eat a little bit of his dry food and a little bit of other wet food. So I found this fancy feast like junk food, savory Ooh. centers thing, and he like loves it. He's like obsessed with oh, it, yeah. you know. And I so I'm it. like, you're getting the fancy <laughs> feast, you know, like the cat junk food of McDonald's, you yeah. know. It's like
0: <laughs> it's like getting ice cream after a surgery, yeah, you know. Exactly, it's like- <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, hope he's hope he's better. And well, you know, that's that's my big like dramatic life update right now
0: so yeah and you you just moved so oh yeah that's yeah a big moved thing so that's life. a big
1: thing and yeah,
0: you're a true so. valley girl like true I know true I'm valley in, girl. <laughs> I'm in the
1: valley now and it is something that I genuinely would have been ashamed for my whole like, adult life seriously like, <laughs> Why? like because it's like not cool to live in the valley you it know you live now. in like the city. Yeah, but with with <laughs> with the pandemic, it's like and me getting older, I'm like, A, like, you know, a pandemic shut everything down. It's still not gonna open up to the way yeah. that I would want it to. So that Los Angeles as a city is just not gonna look yeah. like a city until the end of this year. If we're lucky, maybe next. And I'm older. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not worth it. And I'm older, it's like I'm not going to like walk to the bar and like, you know, more than like you know. You're older. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: older. (laughs) It was like two years ago I was like staying with you and we walked to a bar. I know, I know. know. The last two years, Corona aged us. I'll give you that.
1: yeah, yeah. Corona
0: aged the fuck out of us.
1: It did, it did. And maybe, maybe we will revert back a bit in a couple years where we'll start to feel comfortable again with bodies and other people and yeah <laughs> you know just d- doing that kind of spontaneous thing mm-hmm. but I think first we're going to get out of it we're going to have accessibility and then we have to work through feeling comfortable again mm-hmm. with being in crowds and groups of people and just like going into a bar
0: it's going to be so weird yeah it's for a be while like, I don't wonder how long it will take if we're just yeah exactly just get back in there and be like oh it's so weird and like the next week you go out again and you're like eh.
1: That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Whatever.
0: Yeah, we're adapt- You know, we're
1: humans. We are <laughs> very
0: adaptable. King of
1: adaptability, king and queens of adaptability. Exactly. We've literally, yeah, yeah we are. We are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's move into a couple more items before we get into the topic. We want to talk a little bit about reflections on season one and what we heard from some of our listeners.
0: Yeah, so we we heard a lot from you guys. We did a few polls on our instagram and you guys gave us some really good feedback uh you we looks like you guys want us to have a good balance between funny and serious Mm -hmm. you guys want us to go deep into the topics you guys don't want us to just kind of skim things um which we're we're totally up for that we like to go deep with everything i think that's kind of like our thing, you know, our mm-hmm. gig is to go deep. So I think you guys saw that in us and that's what you guys want and that's kind of where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I'll say that something that was really surprising to me was that the attachment episode that I presented had strong feedback. People liked it and it was surprising because I thought, why would anyone want to listen to me for this It's forever? not surprising. <laughs> well, you know, it's, I... And something we can share is that listening to yourself on you know, tape or recording, what have you, I'm sure watching yourself or people who are you know, actors or performers in that way, it, it can be cringy because you're hearing the imperfections in your voice. You're realizing mm-hmm. this is, I wish I said this or I yep. didn't extrapolate on that. You know, whatever. I said too many ums. I was... Grading, or you just have all these judgments and you listen to it and so to get positive feedback from other people that they like the way that it sounds, they like the energy of it, they like the content is wonderful and brings up, oh, okay, some of the perfectionism that I have is Mm -hmm. unwarranted, right? Like I'm being very hard on myself and it's not to say that I don't want to continuously improve but that I can, you know take you got what it like takes self
0: you got yeah, what it thanks, takes, girl yeah like
1: like self-confidence yeah that's what i'm talking about for sure yeah,
0: yeah perfectionism is a huge problem of mine as well and mm-hmm. it's a killer yeah we need to get the fuck over it nobody's yeah. looking at us that intensely i mean some people are but fuck them fuck them
1: <laughs> also by the yeah. way
0: i wanted to give a huge apology to everyone for my loud as my loud ass voice uh hopefully this voice this this uh episode my voice isn't so loud I'm sitting a little bit further away from the mic for y'all and yeah I'm and I'm, I think I think you're what you discovered
1: too is that your headphones yes. are covering your ears well mine are the buds yes. so I can hear my voice as I speak and you weren't hearing your voice as yes. you speak
0: yes thank yeah. you for mentioning that yeah mm-hmm. that's that's another thing I was thinking that my voice was all quiet because my ears are muffled and yeah I'm really loud so sorry about that hopefully and, and in my normal life I don't really feel like I'm that loud but at the same time, sometimes I compensate. I, I, I was, I grew up in a house. Oh, this is gonna be so such sad story. I grew up in my house where huh, I Everyone didn't feel screamed. heard. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like I have to speak up to be heard. But we'll get into that. In another but yeah, episode. that's like another, that's episode. another episode. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of episodes of <laughs> trauma that we've experienced yes. in life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We'll talk about all the trauma that we've been through at some
1: point. Each episode is about one trauma.
0: Yes. And today we're going to be talking about social media and all the trauma that it brought us.
1: Yeah. And American society and the the entire world, actually. Um, Okay. And then final thing before we jump into that topic, um, goals for season two. So real quickly, I am really hoping that we are staying Providing something that is real to us, conversational, fun, joyous, and at the same time can give some serious advice to people on improving their lives, and that's that's my goal. And then personally, I really want to cut out the ums and the uhs and all that, which we'll see how yes. that goes.
0: Ditto, yeah. ditto. I think we've already kind of done well yeah. on this episode so far. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've, I, I. Uh, oh, there, there's an uh. I said, I said uh again. But, Uh, you know, I want to be quieter. I want to be, oh, and also another item of feedback that I got from y'all is that I need to be more opinionated. And mm. Sophie knows me to be very, very opinionated. Everyone in my personal life knows me to be very opinionated. I think when I'm on a podcast, I know that anyone can listen and you could be judged harshly for your opinion. So sharing your opinion. And a lot of the time, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm a valley girl. But like I kind of know what I'm saying about stuff, so I'm like opinionated. It's like finding the balance there, you know. I want yeah, and confident. also
1: like okay, you're wrong whatever you were like hey I I was wrong that was a dumb opinion or that was like ignorant or I had incorrect information life goes on it's okay the problem is when you go on social media and you keep spreading false information yes (laughs) you know and then you go and
0: intentionally yeah
1: and then you go in and commit violent acts against people so yes uh yeah so we should should let's get into into social media and why we wanted to discuss it, and our differing experiences, and like what this episode's going to go into, actually,
0: yeah. so this is, this episode is going to be about how how social media and everything all the drama on social media led eventually to the insurrection on the capitol. So Sophie, did you want to kind of go go through what happened, just like the basic pieces of what happened?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Who was there? Who was
0: there? Who are they? Yeah, who
1: was there? This is a really good question. By the way, the coach, the communication coach I'm working with said that a lot of people use this is a very good question when you're trying to think of what to say. So, (laughs) pro tip, everybody, but very good question. I've
0: heard you use it a few times before. So, I think that was like intuitively baked into your whole system. You were ready for this. You were born for this. Yeah, Yeah.
1: born for it. That's a very good question. (laughs) And just to add to, as we go forward, we're going to start from what happened at the Capitol a little bit, but by and large, we're going to talk about what we like and dislike about social media and use that as the lens through which we're examining what happened.
0: Mm -hmm. What happened? It's problematic.
1: It's problematic to start. So a bunch of people show up and go to this rally with Trump who is saying erroneously that there was election fraud and things need to be looked into and so on and so forth. And people from different far right groups all go in and break into the Capitol and wander around doing things that range from silly to extremely violent, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Murderous. And it turns out that these people are from all different kinds of groups. Some of them were likely people who just went in with a mob and broke in, were running around being extremely stupid and not realizing they were committing mm-hmm. a federal crime. Oh, and there are other people who are very aware and were trying to kill people. Were trying to, like, set off bombs and murder Congress people. And, you know, there's this whole array who'd been... You know, this date had been planned via social media, and the FBI and other organizations, anti-hate organizations, had been aware and said, "Hey, there is looking like there's going to be attack, an attack on the Capitol," and no one took it seriously because no one no one that matter took it seriously. Yeah, no one that matter took it seriously because people don't really take things happening on social media seriously you we know it's problematic and it's a but, but it's a joke like it can't be that serious and in that moment the reality of a bunch of people getting together and plotting based on conspiracies and other kind of delusional belief systems and living it in echo chambers real. yeah and living in echo chambers yeah like where they're only talking to themselves and so I think
0: everyone feels this the way that they feel
1: yeah yeah and all of that. All of that has been cultivated by social media.
0: Yes, ma'am. And it all started with the Facebook. It all started with the Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, and then eventually Parler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, obviously we know that the big three, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook, they have been under fire for the past few years due to how they handled the uh how how things happened during the 2016 election and yeah. they've been i feel like they've been working on getting their shit together and figuring out what to what to censor what not to censor and basically the way that i understand it and correct me if i'm wrong or if you have different information sophie but the way that i understand it is that facebook and instagram and twitter started cracking down on these people that were claiming election fraud and calling it out for for fraud and you know all the people that are on there complaining about how you know uh coronavirus is a hoax all that shit yeah got they've censored. been they've been
1: starting to censor it yeah and which uh, they can went use to parlor
0: the... yeah they went to, par- they went to parlor sites. yeah and really truly we're living in an echo chamber and that's yeah. a huge problem it's just like everyone on these sites on these quote-unquote free speech sites that won't censor you if you want to say that coronavirus is a hoax, that won't censor you if you say masks don't work.
1: Yeah, but then you're talking to, like, other insane people yes, who have like, no yeah, access I to know, information. Yeah. Right? Like, I had you know, the
0: coronavirus, form. and I only had it for two days. And Yeah, which, you yeah, know. It's just the, like you're 18. Okay, calm down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Or worse, people who post about coronavirus is, coronavirus is a hoax get it and die it's like jesus christ yeah
0: like hate stuff
1: (sighs) yeah so well there's you know what's fascinating about social media and all these problems is that they're connected to the good that social media wants to do they're not disconnected so this is something that we have to reckon with and i think what we can look at is my experience of like i hate it Right, And I'll talk through the reasons that you, I hate man. it. I know. And you love it, right? And you're going to talk <laughs> through the reasons that you love it. And they're actually the two sides of the same coin, really. It's like sh- the shadow and the light. <laughs> and what you really have to share that I think is nice, um, what we can leave people with is, how can the individual what can the individual do? How can the individual deal with these things? Because societally there's a lot that needs to be done and we can get into that a little bit. But most importantly, what can you do who are listening to navigate all of this trash and sometimes diamonds <laughs> in social media?
0: Yes. So many yeah. diamonds, Sophie. Some yeah, diamonds. yeah.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: That seems like a good time to take a break. This episode of Valley Girl Alchemy is brought to you by Trump losing the 2020 election. Do we think that Biden is the best thing since bubblegum? No, but he was probably alive before bubblegum was invented, and we think that should speak for something. Whether you like Biden or not, I think we can all agree that D-Trump needed to get the fuck out. When I say we all, I mean anyone who would even listen to this podcast. Not trying to specifically exclude anyone, but I don't think we have many common interests and values with you if you're a Trumper. No offense, but offense. I mean, if you think about it, if it weren't for Trump losing the election, we wouldn't have an insurrection.
1: I would have insurrected.
0: <laughs> if we didn't have an insurrection, we literally wouldn't have this episode. So thank you to our lovely sponsor, Trump losing the 2020 election.
1: Thank God.
0: Without you, I just don't know where we would be.
1: Anywhere better.
0: <laughs> now, let's get back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Sophie, you, you hate it so much. What is it that you hate so much about social media? How dare you? How dare you fucking hate social media? You're on it all the time, or not as much as a lot of people, but yeah. you love it. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Well, I deleted
1: Facebook, thank God, yeah, a over long time a year ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. And I am on Instagram and LinkedIn, which you can consider LinkedIn social media. So obviously, I have a relationship. Twitter? I have. No. No. Mm-hmm. I, I've been told to go on Twitter multiple times by people, but I'm not going to too bad if that <laughs> like kills job prospects. I just – I don't like it, y'all. Job okay? prospects, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so LA. So, I know. Very. never uh, be a thing. It's very here, LA and, te- and like tech too, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, oh, you got to have a Twitter. Oh, my God. So I don't like social media for three reasons, and these are the reasons that have led to, I believe, a lot of turmoil in society and this – sort of, you, you know, watershed moment of the insurrection, right? It's the addictive nature of media. It is the echo chamber, as you said, right? And it's misinformation that we have been incredibly experiencing over the past few years, but has been there really all along. So I'll, I'll get into it. All right, so like the addictive nature. I have hated this feeling that I have to check social media, that I have to immediately respond to something. Mm -hmm. It's like a, oh my God, what's happening? What's on social media? You know, FOMO. It's
0: anxiety. It like hits you in your gut.
1: Yeah. 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 And, you know, I, when I deleted Facebook, it had got to the point where I deleted the app I stopped notifications and still I was checking all the time. I felt out of control with it. I didn't like the way that I felt, Mm -hmm. you know, and I deleted it and it felt like I didn't need it in the first place. So why, why did I feel compelled to check something that I didn't like, that I wasn't interested in and I felt relieved about on the other side, Mm -hmm. right? So I did some research on this and this has been popularized so I hope that people have come across this information. Social media has been designed this way. It has been designed by very smart and intelligent people to reward centers of the brain like a dopamine hit basically. Like if you have a slot machine or snort of cocaine like it's like a immediate high but there's no lasting reward in a brain which turns it into a compulsion. Have you ever experienced that like when you're like posting something or checking
0: a hundred and fucking fifty percent sophie yes i'm an addict i'm an addict yeah 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 yeah. and it's not our faults
1: because it's been designed to be this way like let me tell you about two of uh, like engineers right who came up with the, the biggest things you see on social media, right so one is infinite scroll that's where you're like mm-hmm. looking and looking and looking and it never stops like there's like so many pictures you could see on Instagram yeah. and so and many every time you refresh, posts a new batch. yeah 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 and so the lead engineer for that disavows the technology because they didn't mean Mm -hmm. for it to turn into something addictive but essentially what it creates in your brain is this constant feeling of what's new what's there more more Mm -hmm. more like it's just your brain is not evolved enough to be sophisticated to say now i stop right (laughs) it just it hasn't so the more information is coming at you the more you think you need to take that in Mm -hmm. same like kind of disavowment of technology created by the co-inventor of the like button. So this woman started to feel like her self-worth was connected to getting likes. So the person who created it started to feel like, oh man, this is messing with my self-confidence. Like this is not good. And so again, this connects to the brain, right? It's been designed to activate a response but the dark side of it is that there's a response where if you don't get something you feel bad about yourself and you're judging it based on how many likes or interactions or what have you that you're experiencing and you think that that tells you something about who you are because a certain content piece is interesting to people right now this connects to the echo chambers and why echo chambers happen. But before I get into that, like how do you think the addictive nature connects to what happened with the insurrection? Like how do you see that connecting?
0: You know I think that a lot of right wing people the, I do think that there's some truth to the fact that media and social media news has not been very have not been very like welcoming and friendly to a lot of right wing concepts. and I think that the fact that parlor was available and they could go on there and get, like, so many likes from all of the same fucking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, so much dopamine all at once for them. And they were just like, this is everything. This is fucking everything. I mean, they're, yeah. they're just so stoked to be amongst fellow Republicans. Mm-hmm. There's no trash talking to them, really. I mean, I haven't been on parlor I don't know for sure. But from what I hear from other parlor users that I've listened to podcasts with and everything that are republican i've listened to these republicans talk about it and i can tell you that they are so stoked to be on parlor because they're amongst their own people and i feel like you're going to get a lot of interaction and positive interaction a lot of positive feedback and that is addictive and they're not getting it on instagram so much where everyone is basically on there and you're going to have a lot of negativity towards you if you're right wing from the left people yeah Um,
1: so i think there
0: it just creates again i mean what you're going to kind of talk about next is the echo chamber
1: yes yes and that's a great connection absolutely the echo chamber is what happens when you have become addicted and you want to feel good right Mm -hmm. and so you start to be in communities where you feel good. Now maybe that's a knitting community, right? Maybe it's just like, I just want to look at pictures of cats, like whatever, right? But we know now that there's some disgusting, like vitriolic, harmful communities that people have gotten more and more involved in because they're not getting information from other sources, right? And like any other information feels bad. So you just want to feel good, right? And then that's a second reason why I hate social media. So, right, like, when Trump won, like, let's backtrack to 2016, I was shocked. I had one friend who voted for him and she since changed her mind about him, but I didn't know people voting for Trump. Everyone on my social media was, if they were not, like, super gung-ho about Clinton, they were super gung-ho about Sanders, but they voted for Clinton. Mm-hmm. Everybody was very progressive. Everyone found Trump disgusting and shocking and That motherfucker won, right? Not by popular vote, by electoral vote. We will always say that. But that's what happens. Like, people like this dude, right? And, you know, what I realized happened with the Tea Partiers when Obama won, right, in 2012, and then the Trumpers when Biden won, is that they went into shock, right? That they're like, what? How did this person win? That doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't make sense because their communities are like... You know diametrically yeah. opposite of mine they're only hearing from conservative people who like trump so they're thinking everyone hates biden nobody would vote totally. biden yeah. right um yeah
0: we were totally in our own echo chambers mm-hmm. back in 2016
1: yeah yeah and i mean i still am right yeah, like i, I don't too. i don't know people who are uh socially conservative right we're, we don't have relationships know, very few. yeah 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 so, you know, I looked into this as well, and really big shout out to an awesome podcast that I suggest everyone listen to called Rabbit Hole. It's by the New York Times, and I don't know when it came out. I think it was early last year, but they go into the addictive nature of social media and discuss what's going on and how do people get in, involved in far-right communities and everything. So we'll we'll share that as a resource after, cool. you know, after the, this podcast comes out. Okay, so the YouTube algorithm, it decides what people watch on YouTube, right? So you know how you see like, hey, what's next, right? Like what's coming for Mm -hmm. me? So about 81% of people regularly watch videos that are recommended to them by YouTube's algorithm. This algorithm does not have human beings or did not have human beings involved. Actually more recently it does. It's AI. Right? So like an AI engine picks up, you like this thing, maybe you'll like this thing and it keeps going. Right? And this is the same with Instagram and I haven't been on Facebook anymore so I don't know what's going on over there. Right? But like LinkedIn, right? Like content that you like, they, they show you other content that you may like, right? And so this is how echo chambers get formed because you keep going down. A rabbit hole of whatever information is palatable to you. So you'll, you know, if you're looking at cats, you'll just get more into cats or knitting, you'll get get more into knitting, right? But let's say you start, you're like listening to something about, Coronavirus, like are masks good? Or are they not? Right? And you like you know, and you're you're not in a place where you're thinking it's a hoax. You're just kind of curious, and you get some misinformation. Well, the algorithm is going to keep recommending things to you that are misinformed. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep going down, down, down till you get to some crazy stuff where it's like five G and Bill Gates, mm-hmm. right? Like that doesn't happen to someone immediately. That's not the first video that they see the first content that you know instagram post content things that shared on facebook right whatever's going on with parlor it starts with something you know a little kind of on the edge but like you know not not crazy and then they they go into the crazy Mm -hmm. right so you know youtube has been doing some stuff about this they've been you know working through responsibility you know what that's called and i know the tech companies are now trying to have actual people moderating things, you know, as you were saying about some of the censorship going on. They've been making choices to, to say we are not going to have the coronavirus called a hoax. We're not going to have the election called a fraud because we believe that that's wrong. So that's, that's coming up, but, you know, something that I know that you want to talk about a bit is like, well, what does that cause when the big social media companies started to push against these belief systems people had, right? They went to parlor. And if you want to talk a little bit about shadow banning and stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've been listening to a lot of right-wingers complain about being censored on social media this year in particular, and... It's from what I understand. It's really from all of the misinformation that that was being spread around about coronavirus and about the election and social media companies within the past few years or you know several years now, I guess, have been trying to figure out what do we censor what do we take down what is hate speech what is dangerous to people and these social media companies have had to make these decisions to limit certain things and come up with ways to monitor and have avenues for people to report what's being uh, posted and we have a lot of people that are on the right wing that are which this should not be a, a partisan issue a lot of people on the right wing not believing that coronavirus is a thing that it's a threat at all, and the people at Facebook and Instagram they were Mark Zuckerberg he was called out in 2018 for allowing the Russian trolls and you know all of this disinformation to be spread around and them to you know hook people and I think Mark Zuckerberg is is having this feeling like oh I need to really crack down on what I can and he's having to ask himself moral questions like is this a moral thing to have on here or you know since we have the power to remove it should we remove it and so there's a lot of accounts that are right-wing on Instagram and Facebook maybe not so much anymore that have left to go to places like Parler because they're essentially
1: they're free yeah they're free to put out whatever they yes. want right and 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 then this gets to the is my third thing that i hate about social media which is the misinformation itself yeah right that is you know we have addictive nature getting you into an echo chamber and then you're in an echo chamber and all you're seeing is false information right yes. you are out of touch with reality and So I don't have Trumpers, again, as I was saying, in my echo chamber, you know, unless they're, like, deadly silent. But, you know, yeah, like, by and large, most people are very socially progressive. But I have people posting things about being, you know, anti-vaccine. Or mm. on some sort of like miracle cure diet thing, your cleanse or whatever, not the kind of cleanse mm. you're on, right? Like some cleanse that you're paying totally. some multi-level marketing company about, right? Mm. And so I see people like posting these things that are just like, oh, like this is people will believe this because they hear it from somebody, but it's not accurate information. Like they're not an expert mm. what they're talking about. However, you, you know, you you know, you trust your friends, right? You know, yeah. but they're They heard from someone, something, and they're spreading that, right? Now, what led people to go insurrect (laughs) is that they were believing very false information, like completely out of touch. There was no media report that was saying there was actually election fraud or this is going on. No
0: legitimate one.
1: Yeah, no legitimate one, right? It was like seriously something that's not research back. Like people were sharing thing that somebody made up, right? And what we will talk about is QAnon in an upcoming episode. Uh, you know, at some point we'll talk about cults and conspiracies and things like that. And all of that was just some dude pulling it out of his ass, probably. Q. Yeah, Q, right? Q. Who's like maybe also paid by the Russians, right? You know, right. Uh, so Ugh. who knows what that's about. But you know, I again, I did research here, like, what is going on? why are people believing this to me? Like I know I'm judgmental here, but like so dumb. Like it's so dumb. Like how could you believe something so dumb that uh, somehow 5G and Bill Gates are conspiring Uh, against you with a vaccine, right? Like that to me is like, what happened there? Okay, so this is what happens. Oh, what were you gonna say?
0: Oh, yeah, well, go ahead. Um, I, I was just saying that I think it's when people are very, you, you know vulnerability to miss we have this vulnerability to misinformation yeah. and i think that comes from being in a really bad place financially you know economically societally i think if you're in yes. a bad place you're not maybe you didn't get really good education or something like that or you grew up in a community that downplays science and downplays you know all these things that are you know the rest of the world is kind of acquainted with and they're they're kinda of left out of that and then they're vulnerable to kind of this this magical thinking that QAnon will bring on and you know Yeah, other yeah, yeah. They're just groups. they
1: want to feel a level of and we're all susceptible to this, a level of control over their yes, lives. Right. When there's no story for it. Yeah. When will, there's not yeah. yeah, there's and when there's not really control, you're not really special. Actually, you'll find a lot of freedom in believing that. So I urge everyone listening to believe <laughs> that nothing really matters. You don't really matter. So find like a point and purpose. But, you know, conspiracies sound exciting, right? And then this connects to misinformation. Misinformation is exciting, right? It's like a crazy ass thing it sells that more. doesn't make sense. Yeah, it sells more. And so MIT Media Labs found in 2019 that false information spreads faster than true information because it's like, yeah, like it's, it's all like sexy, right? It's like true information is like Biden signed a policy today. (laughs) Like, like (laughs) no one cares, right? But like, oh, Trump is, you know, fighting against deep state pedophiles I woo know. Yeah. you know
0: ooh wow something's happening yeah. it's like yeah. it's like as if netflix hasn't given us enough like yeah
1: yeah you need ugh. it to be you need it to be real and social you. media is like in particular of all these things a place where it gets on fire right like it's yep. like wildfire because normally people would be like i don't know calling each other writing letters like even an email that like did you hear about this but on social media things go viral right so all the stuff that was previously cute cats or whatever going viral <laughs> is now these conspiracy theories and things that are lies, right? Some of it is tro- like trolling or like, I would say targeted actual cyber warfare mm-hmm. by Russian and Chinese. A- and also just people making things up, spreading it, trying to get like advertising dollars for their yes. websites, like whatever's going on there. There's Some of it's nefarious, some of it's stupid. And here's where it's really, bad and where it's like there's like social media has been irresponsible in my point of view very strongly is that there a mid-level employee came out to whistleblow on Facebook ignoring global manipulation by political parties. So these political parties were putting out lies about opposing parties on Facebook and purposefully spreading them. Right, mm-hmm. so that that people would vote for them, and Facebook apparently was getting information that this is happening, but they didn't want to get involved with that. It's a tough right? One. It's a tough yeah, one. they did. You know, they didn't want to get involved, and it's a tough one. But also, they economically stand to do well when information is spreading and people are creating communities and they're spending all the time totally. on their app because they're looking at advertising. Exactly. So it brings us you know, back to the
0: addictive nature—it's created yes. that way. It's for us to be on it, and if that sells, yes. it's like. Oh, we're kind of benefiting from it so why should we put a stop to it
1: yeah yeah and this is the thing with parlor that i think parlor's bullshit right trying to say like we're for free speech you are not for free speech you're for the same things that facebook is it's except facebook has been on blast and had to go in exactly. and, and curtail the things that people are saying and spreading and doing because it was a bad look
0: Right. And they were at risk of
1: regulation. Yeah. They've been called
0: out from moral failings. Yes. And parlor is, they get, they're new. They haven't been around the block for that long. So they're just like, oh, we don't have that that many rules. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, at the very beginning of something, there's not that many rules because you're just kind of figuring it out and people are excited about it. But like reality will hit and you're going to have to take control and have some moral responsibility going forward as well. Yeah. So, yeah. the thing is, is that it was set up, it's supposed to be a free speech. It's supposed to be everyone's supposed to be on Parlour and say whatever they want, left or right or whatever. The person who, I think, runs parlor, I don't think he is right-wing. I'm not sure if he is right-wing. I forget. I listen to a podcast. I forget what it is. Um, but I think that one of these people that have one of these free speech websites, platforms, does not have a political... Association wants free speech for everyone, but since it's free speech and everyone's leaving Instagram and Facebook because they're getting regulated, they're all kind of just on there. It's all right-wing people, so there aren't people reporting other people for doing things. It's everyone's on the same page, and we kind of already went over that, but yeah, it's just...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's everything that I hate. I could (laughs) go on and on and on, but... Before we just spiral into a hate fest, why don't you talk about what you love about social media?
0: <laughs> well, I agree with all of the things that you dislike. I also dislike those things and mm-hmm. I find them to be very, very problematic. And I, I don't think that we've really come up with a way of a very good way of monitoring things and getting things in balance. But I do think that we are going to be moving in that direction because we have to. We really have to. But there, I think that there are a lot of things to like, which I think it's worth putting in the work to save social media because there's yeah, a lot so of Yeah, so
1: what do you like? Because what yeah I know that you like is actually all the things that are like the light side of everything yeah. that I and hate. You,
0: yeah, well, you like these things too. I, you know, I, memes. We send memes back and forth all the time which
1: is good content which is which goes
0: viral yes. right
1: and like is fantastic right you know yes. uh, it brings yeah.
0: light in my day i love yeah. memes and the political cartoons it helps lighten the mood because oh my gosh things remember are just the, so dark yeah. remember the all Trump. the corona when coronavirus was start, like first oh, picking up as a pandemic
1: like people were so before we all got like collectively depressed there were so, so many memes.
0: so many creative people yes. in the world i mean i'm just yes. in awe of all the creative funny, funny people. people there's so many yeah. fucking funny people on there and i just love it so much yeah so it's a great place for people for creatives. It's a great place for creatives. And then TikTok became a thing. I'm not on TikTok. I tried to get on it and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, we're too old for TikTok. I got off. I I couldn't turn the sound off. It was just like all sound all the time. And then I was like, ah! Like every time I opened it, I couldn't like, like, "Ah." Yeah, so I just deleted it. I'm like, get that out of my face. (laughs) I'm sure they fixed whatever bug was happening at that time, but. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I just didn't know what I was doing. Probably that, but. You know, TikTok, so many what I love is that all these young people, they're creating all these funny dance and song videos. And all the young about, people creating the funny dance oh, I, song video. I love it. I love it so much because it's like they'll take political issues and they'll do like a dance to it and they'll, they'll make good, good points. And I'm like, yeah. You know, the, children, yeah the children are our the future. Children, the, I like this style of communicating is my thing. I yeah. love the cute things and like let's not get all heavy about it if we don't have to, you know. Let's just like I feel like you reach people better if you like have a sense of humor and I feel like social media allows us to have a sense of humor about things I love the cute cat videos I love cat posts I love the fact that you can follow hashtags and get like a feed of the things that you like in your in your scrolling uh, there's lots of easy easily shareable news which which is good to get out, but going back to your point about the vulnerability to misinformation, there's a lot of bad information on the right and the left. And yeah. it's very easy to share. And a lot of people don't check up on the source before they share. Yeah, before they, they the share. Source. They don't check yeah. the, other news outlets to see what they're saying about the issue. I think that we need to you know, be better about that. But we'll talk about that in, in a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: And then something you like as well that I think connects to the you know the a bit of the uh you know all the spreading of things that can be problematic but can be good is just like the sharing options right which you which you're using a lot for our uh by the way Raina like you know hand completely handers of social media and is doing a great (laughs) job right and is learning all these tips and tricks about that so you've been really yeah. digging that.
0: Yeah, I love it. I, I love the sharing options. I love stories. I love the fact that you could share a story and it lasts for 24 hours. Or you can do a post and it lasts forever, however long, until you want to delete it. And there's there's a thing for everything. There's a method of sharing for everything. And one thing that I absolutely, absolutely love is GIFs and stickers. <laughs> is it I GIFs love, or GIFs? Uh, that's that's always is the question. Is this the thing
1: that we'll never know? So okay. the
0: guy who created GIFs. He, he called it gifs but then it's it's like graphic yeah, informational yeah 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 something. yeah it's like so, it's, with the g, so it's, it's, with it's the g the, the hard g, g. yeah, so the yeah. Hard g. but the way that he ca- called it was gif
1: okay okay so, so he called know. it gif but it's it dude like why if you, okay if you google
0: it if you look up in the dictionary it'll say either or
1: yeah. Okay. All right.
0: I started out saying Jif to, ver- to in the very yeah. beginning, and well, then I got scolded. I, like I don't even scolded. know what to even say. I got fucking scolded one day about it oh, being called drama.
1: A gift. Oh my god, and this then, person needs to chill. Uh, yeah. Did that.
0: And then so I called it a gift for a while until so I was corrected again by somebody, and they were like, "No, it's Jeff." And I'm like, "Oh, well, that's good news. <laughs> 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 that's great news. <laughs> I love it." But now, now I bring it up, and if I say Jif in the company of other people, like I did just now. I get there's always a conversation about it. Yeah, so, because
1: nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. knows and apparently we'll never know. We're going to no. die unknowing. But no. like any
0: any I'm anyway, just going to so call you, it whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. Yeah,
1: you're you're just gif to I you. Love you know, I I don't know naturally what I'll call it anyway. So, yeah. okay, you you I, love I, it. I I love it so much. Really? I think that it annoys people who don't love it.
0: Yeah. Who doesn't love you know? it? How, what kind of psychopath are you? I don't you? know. You're not I don't like know. A gif- I don't know what kind of psychopaths. It's like
1: people who don't like ice cream. You're like, what Uh, the fuck happened to you in your childhood? I mean, you're (laughs) lactose
0: intolerant and you feel like ice cream for goodness sakes. Yeah.
1: It is the greatest sorrow in my life (laughs) that I cannot have regular dairy on the reg. You know? But
0: you recognize the beauty in it.
1: Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, sharing, like getting
1: people engaged, right, is like essentially like the community piece, which is you know the inverse of echo chamber right it's like you want to hang out with people and talk to people and spread things and like find joy yeah right definitely. and, and I feel so like this, that's this the good helps part of you it.
0: do it like even if yeah. you're having a heavy conversation about about something on a in a DM and you're getting kind of like you maybe you're talking about a political issue you're talking about something like an interpersonal relationship issue that may be a little mm-hmm. bit sticky you throw in a meme or a gif or a sticker to kind of like create a neutral ground it's it's a beautiful thing like it's just you don't, you love that person you're not you don't really want to fight with them but you get something that kind of meets in that in that spot with them and it's just it's just the right thing to neutralize the situation and get back on track and not go into this fucking spiral that we can get into with some people so i like it it's a great tool um and it's it's just fun it brings me joy it makes me laugh when i send things to people like gifs and stuff like that it makes me giggle You know, I I do a lot of things in my life just because it makes me giggle, honestly. And I'm grateful for that. And social media allows us to do that. I love Instagram the most because I feel like it has the best sharing options. I think it's what you can change the color of your conversation that you have with people. You can make it rainbow (laughs) or sushi colors or moonlight, whatever. I mean, you could just do all these different things and it's just fun. So yeah, and it leads us to my last thing that I really like about social media is just the connection that I get to make with people, especially now with the corona, everyone's been in their house. We haven't really been able to. It's see been each other. It's been super
1: isolating. Yeah, so
0: isolating, and social media allows us to stay connected to people. It's not perfect. It's not the. It's not the bee's knees. It's not. You know, being in person with somebody, but you can see what's in somebody's heart by the things that they post. You can see what's on somebody's mind by the things that they post. And if that person posts a thing that you like, you, you can react to it. You can, you know, reflect back to them what you're seeing. You can interact. You can ask them questions about it because their mind is in that place and your mind happens to be in that place. It creates a connection. You can create that connection on social media and eventually get closer friends with somebody, eventually hang out with them in person once this coronavirus is over. But I think it's a good way of seeing people and being seen while you're by yourself, you know?
1: You know, that's something I didn't think about and I don't believe I've read anywhere and all these, like, think pieces about, well, have another insurrection, right, that were coming Mm -hmm. out, like, the week after. Maybe the conditions were extra ripe for that. Like, I think it's been brewing, but maybe the conditions were extra ripe because everybody was fucking home, Yeah. right? So, like, what you're saying is, like, we've all just been in need of contact and community and talking about things especially because our lives are less rich right they're they're less rich or they're actually traumatic right like we're 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 suffering from just normal suffering even if no one's unhealthy to losing someone you love to getting sick to losing a job Mm -hmm. to all the things that have happened right it's been rough and so In the same way that you've been going and seeing rainbows and connecting and laughing and having joy that other people were getting into you know more dangerous situations but based on those same principles exactly it's and that's
0: why you have we have to kind of we have to know how to structure our social media life Mm -hmm. we have to know what to buy into, what to follow, what to, what feels good, what is healthy for us and how to, and how to be critically discerning about, about what you're seeing on online.
1: Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Like
0: yeah.
1: how do you make the most out of social media? Right? So like, what are the ways that you are critically discerning and aware and, you know, using privacy tools and all those kind of things as you're on your social media journey?
0: Yeah. So I think that the reason why I have such a positive experience with social media is because I regularly curate it. I regularly update it so that I'm not getting things aren't getting stagnant. Like, I'll go regularly and I'll delete people that I... Mm. I me too. yeah, me too. And, or, un, mm-hmm. or make mm-hmm. the other person unfollow me because... Yeah, me too. I just don't even feel like they're sending good vibes my way. Yeah, like what's I, the
1: point what's of the a point? relationship that's not healthy, right? Yeah. Like, don't, don't... You watch
0: my story follow, the and don't say shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Don't like, follow... Yeah. <laughs> Don't follow your exes if you don't have a good relationship. Like, don't try to stay in people so you can check up on what they're doing. Like,
0: Yeah, when it feels bad like that, when it feels yucky and sticky, that's probably a sign from your intuition that you need to back up from that situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, with that said, if you start to also get triggered by things that people are posting that go against your belief system, go Google And look at news sources. (laughs) For the love of God, like if you see something that is really salacious, right? Whether it's like against Republicans or Democrats or what what have you, just like go research it and believe academic institutions, (laughs) you know, and the media, like. I promise you that the New York Times is not a conspiracy, right? Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah, that's a really check good Snopes. Point. Check Snopes. Check
1: Snopes. Like, Snopes is by people who, like, live in Agora Hills just, like, really? doing research. Yeah. I you
0: didn't know that. Yeah, like, I don't Valley know if they've, people. like, moved.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they've moved or whatever, but, like, basically it's, just, like, a couple that started this and wanted to make sure that, you know, people can check on information and you can always, like... Check on information and just quickly do a Google before you spread that out or before you delete someone that you think is you know just check check on it right yeah,
0: definitely don't before you repost or start building your whole life around it and start doomsday prepping yeah you know just do a Google search and check it out and if you want there's there's there are other search engines I know that there are some criticisms about Google being really left and the the results that show up and it's probably correct check multiple just have a you know array of
1: go to duck duck go or whatever that's called you know like go to to bing if bing is around or what like you know nothing is going to nothing is going to present you the full picture right but they're just you know you don't need to not trust anything at all just critical discernment means you're careful right that you double check things and you take a bunch of information and you come to a decision not from one source right? And you also don't don't trust, it's not that you don't trust anyone, it's that you're like, okay, if a number of things are saying the same information, I am going to come to this decision mm-hmm. for myself, right? That's what it is. It's yep. essentially just doing due diligence Do all the time. Do your due diligence,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, w- one thing is that, you know, before you repost a post that you you want other people to see or understand or know, I, I think that, you know, in addition to looking at everything and getting the full picture of what's going on like i think that we need to find the nuance in the situation before re- resharing and then maybe put a little bit of your uh your expression in the post so writing your comments because it's not just like oh let's just pass information on let's just pass mm. information on i think it's important that you express that a lot of information that that's like left or right or whatever like i have conflicting thoughts with it but i still get certain pieces of it that are that are right like i think that when you don't put your own personal opinion on it you don't put your own personal like vision on it and you just share it you might not be able you might not be reaching the people that you want to reach to because they're they're more like you and they're they're finding the nuance but they're just thinking that you're you're sharing it and it's just that's it do you know what i'm saying
1: yeah 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 i mean there's like there's a level of uh extra engagement to social media that is essentially what you're recommending which is hey just be involved right think about what you're viewing think about what you're sharing like cultivate your friend group or you know the people you're following and you're engaging with and treat this like a actual social relationships in your life right that they're like there's a level of cultivation which is part of why I'm like I don't want to have right a Facebook profile or whatever because I don't want to spend time putting Mm -hmm. effort into that right but I think ultimately to have an enjoyable experience is to put effort into it
0: yeah definitely and that's what this is all about it's about we have to take responsibility over our own social media if we are gonna have a good experience on it yeah we absolutely have to yeah
1: and you know there's things that i know you looked into this a bit about uh the you know that there's folks who are pushing towards regulation right you know especially in europe and it's it's happening in the united states and there's people who are really making a case that because of all these problems we've discussed that social media can be harmful and it should be regulated you know for we can't we can't like wait for that i believe right and i know you believe so what we're saying is hey there's validity in those things and there's complexities to look at it and work through but as an individual what can we do for this to not suck yeah yeah exactly yeah
0: Yeah, we we can't just sit around and wait for somebody to save us
1: Yeah. yeah you know we
0: want to support the people that are doing the work to help us But we in the meantime, we do have to if we want to have a good experience in this life, which a lot of our life exists on social media, as sad as that sounds, we have to we have to do things for it. And one other thing that I wanted to mention is utilizing privacy tools. I think that a lot of people are scared to share things on their stories because they're afraid of people in their family, friends, coworkers. People might see the things that they post where they're expressing themselves and their opinion and they feel like they're going to be judged. And I think that these people need to know that you can hide your story from people. If you go in the settings, you can hide your story. All it takes is a quick Google search to figure that out, or you can just intuit it all the way through. But I think that that's a really important thing. If there are people in your life, maybe if there's like an ex that constantly looks at your story, you're just like, I don't want to completely delete them out, but I don't want them looking at my stuff because it like emotionally affects me when I post a story and they see it and maybe they don't say anything and go about their day or maybe they don't look at it if yeah don't it's like think a, about it like you protect yeah yourself. It's, a
1: se- it's a self-care technique yes, right self-care you know technique. don't let yourself be swept up with the way that social media can hurt you right yes. you know yeah. like know that it's addictive know that it's causing you to have this physical response so um, be aware of that and do what you need to do for yourself to have an experience that is not harmful and is in- instead helpful
0: Yes, exactly. You don't want to yeah. go online and just your brain be like zapped from mm-hmm. all the shit mm-hmm. that's on there. And that's, yeah. another thing is I do yeah. is I mute people's story when they annoy the fuck out of me, if I don't yeah. want to see them anymore, I'm just like, I want to stay connected, I guess. But like, I don't really want to see what they have to post. I don't, I don't like it. I, you know, I feel bad when I see it. Maybe, maybe that's out of like me not agreeing with what they have to say most of the time. Sometimes it's just I feel like they're a fake ass bitch. Or sometimes, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, you know, this person's life just appears too perfect, and I just, I'm yeah, not you feeling just don't, like and you don't want to have like that. Yeah, you and don't, don't want to have, have that jealousy. experience,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. know what's
0: going on in their life. Their might, life might not be that great, but I'm like, I don't want to compare myself to them. Just you know, don't yeah, don't
1: yeah. use it as a tool. I think what like was important too is like don't use it as a tool that fosters hate inside of yourself. because yes, the next thing you know, you will dress up like a crazy Viking yes. and go commit a federal <laughs> crime, right?
0: Exactly. Federal crimes,
1: like that's like Dora that could up. be you because you kept looking at your ex's shit. Yeah, right. His, his new girlfriend's yes. shit. Like you could the go fucking went crazy. Over there and
0: stalked them and just <laughs> yeah. done all yeah. kinds of crazy just,
1: shit. Yeah. Yeah, just you know, just stop the toxic behavior in yourself. Yes. Recognize that you know it's cultivated by outside forces, but you can choose whether you engage or not.
0: Yes, absolutely. Right?
1: You know you have control over your life, and if you don't, delete the shit. Delete that <laughs> just shit. Delete take a that break that shit. at least. Take yeah, a break, take a break. A right? day, a week. Yeah, go outside, month. read you, a book, yes, call a friend, your
0: fucking self.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Coming to the end, Come final the end. thoughts yep. final on insurrection, social media, uh, GIFs.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lots of thoughts on GIFs, you
0: know. So many thoughts on GIFs. They're a great thing. Yeah. Uh, my final thoughts are check yourself before you wreck yourself. that's it basically ask yourself if you're in an echo chamber reflect on the things that you repost do you actually look into things to make sure that they're real how do do things make you feel how do other people make you feel how do other people following you make you feel like curate your shit you know Curate curate your shit your shit follow alternate news sites to make sure that you have your finger on the pulse what's going on you know remember that 74 million people voted for Trump So, you know, this is this is something that's that's going on and we need to find a way to get on some sort of same page if we hope to have a better America for tomorrow. Mm. Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, there are tools. There are tools to help you to get your social media in place. I'm in human resources. This is my human resources self-talking. If you're having a problem with your situation, the chances are there are already resources and tools out there to help you to make your situation better, but you have to go and look for them.
1: Yeah, so, like and go, go look, that look for them.
0: Go, please go. Yeah, look for them. go look
1: for them. If you listen this much, this far, <laughs> like you know, just go look. Yes, make it a better experience and yes. educate yourself. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all right, that's good.
0: Yeah. We're done
1: with that forever. (laughs) No more social media addiction and dangerousness. Um, Okay, so some announcements. I know you have some announcements on social media things that you're doing, campaigns.
0: Yeah, so we have a a social media campaign that we're going to be running. So if you've listened this far and you have a (laughs) cat, we would love for you to send us your cat videos and pictures and stories tag us in your stories because we would love to post them on our stories on Catterday so which is, sa-
1: which is Saturday for the people who oh, don't yeah. know Saturday. and are like really behind in existence God, because I
0: Saturday even existed. It's not <laughs> Saturday, <laughs> it's only cat day,
1: right? You own a cat, it just changes yes. automatically legally. There's like a document yes. that you sign that you're like, oh, it's now anymore.
0: It's not even a word in my vocabulary anymore. Yeah, yeah. So send us your stuff, we'll post it. If you want us to tag you in it, we can do that as well. But we're going to be running this campaign, so please, we're going to be featuring special kitties all over the place, so show us your kitties. Yes, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had to say that. That's like a saying that people say: "Show us your kitties." And it's, I know, yeah. I know, and
1: it's like kind of perverted, it's but kind of not. Perverted. It's actually about cats, yeah. so um, so it's gay. yeah. Ooh, um, <laughs> all right. And then I'll just say update um, resources. We're gonna add some of the links and things discussed in this episode um, in the bio, and you know, so you'll be able to check it out and the plan is that we're going to be releasing episodes every other week so watch out for our next episode in two weeks
0: yeah yeah and you can find us on email at uh, valleygirlalchemy at gmail.com or on our instagram page that's where most of the magic happens mm-hmm. and uh, we you know we'll, we'll be running the, the caturday campaign from there and also we will be posting information related to the to the recent topics of the season on our stories and on our page. So if you can like, share our posts, if you enjoy what you heard today, if you enjoy what you see on our on our social media, we would love it if you would share our posts and like it. It gets us farther up into the Instagram algorithms so that more people see our stuff.
1: Yeah. Like and more people important. listen. More people yeah. listen.
0: We wanna reach, you know, we want to reach people. We're not trying to be, you know, Fancy pants, like big Instagram influencers, right now. We're just, we really want to get this information out. We want to connect with you. So please reach out to the Instagram page. I'm the one that's running it, but I definitely share things with Sophie. So if you have any feedback for us, we would Please let us
1: know. It. Yeah, we'd love to get your feedback, your comments. Thank you to everyone mm-hmm. who's given feedback, everyone yes, who's
0: so counseled
1: us and discussed this podcast with us. And we would also love topic suggestions. So if you have something we want to dive into, we're happy to take a look. Yeah,
0: we're happy mm-hmm. to become investigators in whatever yeah. subject it is that you're you're really interested in. If, we, if you find it to be very important for society and, you know, just being better or health or relationships, we're into it. We're into yeah, it all.
1: Yeah. We're into it all, but we might not know what we're talking about. Yeah. So. But we'll try yeah, our best. We'll try our best. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody, right, for listening. Bye,
0: everyone. Bye. you next time. <laughs>